Welcome to the Ridley College Chapel podcast. Our mission is to equip men and women for God's mission in a rapidly changing and increasingly complex world. For more information, visit ridley.edu.au. I know that others face uh, far more challenging uh, circumstances over this coming week. But, you know, whatever the details of our lockdown experiences are, the one thing I think that we all have in common is this uncertainty the uncertainty that comes from, well, from waiting for the government to tell us um, uh, what uh, what we can and can't do. You know, will they, won't they, how long, when, it's exhausting. We're all uh, sick of the word pivot. Uh, more so, I think we are tired by the need to pivot. And that tiredness is real. There is an emotional toll that comes from uncertainty. You know, there, this Anxiety that comes from uncertainty, despite the pleasant lot that I've been privileged to enjoy, uh, you know, that anxiety has gotten the better of me at various times over these past 16 months. So this morning, uh, I am essentially preaching to myself and you get to listen in, uh, or or rather a better way to say it, as I share what I've been hearing from the Lord, then I, uh, I trust that there's a message there for you also. Uh, Philippians 4 verse 6, it offers a great promise. If we meet anxiety with prayer and petition with thanksgiving, then we'll receive God's peace. It's not that the, the, the practice of prayer and thanksgiving earns God's peace. It's not like God is rewarding uh, those of us who are better prayers than others. But it does offer this invitation that instead of filling my head with anxious thoughts, to take time to pray, to ask God to act in the things that weigh on my mind, the things that trouble my heart, uh, to pray and to remember to give thanks, uh, to know that uh, Whatever darkness I face, there is always uh, some light, even, even if it's only the flicker of hope in trusting that God hears when his people cry out to him. So it's, it's through prayer and petition and thanksgiving that the spirit of God then leads us back to the heart of the gospel that we have peace with God. In particular, I guess this morning I want to ask, what does verse 7 mean? The peace of God which transcends understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What does it mean that the peace of God transcends understanding? It could mean that uh, we will experience God's peace but, but we won't understand where it has come from. That sense of we pray, uh, we give thanks in the face of anxiety, and then in some in some mysterious way, a, a way that we don't understand, it transcends our understanding. God gives us His peace, and and I think that's that's possible. That that's what Paul's talking about. But I think a, an alternative way of understanding what he's talking about here is that as a way of dealing with anxiety. God's peace is a better solution than understanding. Because, of course, one way to overcome anxiety 
is just to know everything that's going on. And don't you reckon, I reckon we see this at the daily press conferences. Journalists ask, uh, sometimes not very politely, they ask for certainty. And they, they ask for certainty because we, their readers, want understanding to combat our anxiety. Will lockdown be extended? When will lockdown end? Can you guarantee that the grand final is going to be played in Melbourne this year? For the mathematically minded, you could pose an equation that anxiety equals uncertainty minus understanding. That is, we can keep anxiety at bay if we can meet the uncertainty of life with knowing everything there is to know about life. So if you're like me and uh, you try to make sure that you are up to date with the the latest news, um, that you uh, know all the daily case numbers, that you do what you can to get your head around the statistical modelling, that is, if you are trying to combat the anxiety of these days with knowledge, then I simply want to say, how's that going for you? The scriptures offer us a better solution to know that you've got peace with God. And sure, there are things uh, to be anxious about. There are lots of things to be anxious about. Our minds are filled with anxious thoughts. Our hearts are burdened by worry. But in Christ, we are known and loved by God. In Christ, we have peace, which is a much better solution to anxiety than trying to understand everything that's going on in the world. You know, pursuing peace rather than understanding, it connects with what follows in Philippians 4 verse 8. Don't focus your mind on understanding the details of what's making you anxious. You've entrusted these concerns to God in prayer. So in peace, you can give your mind to what's true and noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable and praiseworthy. And looking back to the beginning of the passage, Understanding everything, it might silence our anxiety to some extent, but it won't necessarily make us happier. But by taking hold of God's peace, well, then we find room for joy. Rejoice always, Paul says in verse 4, because the Lord is near. Verse 7, the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds. Verse 9, the God of peace will be with you. So this is what the Lord is saying uh, to me. Graham, I know what I'm doing. So get over yourself and get on with what's in front of you. Trust me, I've got this. So relax and rejoice. You know, above my desk, um, well, not, not here, in my desk, over in my office, I have a printout of uh, this blessing. Uh, It's written by a guy called Larry Hine. It's uh, from the preface to Brennan Manning's book, Abba's Child. It says this, May all your expectations be frustrated. May all your plans be thwarted. May all your desires be withered into nothingness, that you may experience the powerlessness and poverty of a child and sing and dance in the love of God 
who is Father, Son, and Spirit. When I was a kid, uh, I lived in Sydney and my nana lived in Casino up in the northern rivers of New South Wales. And pretty much every school holidays, we would do a driving trip, um, uh, 12 hours in the car or, or, or longer, uh, up to visit Nana. And my dad, of course, knew that every good driving trip had to begin before the break of dawn. And so uh, during the night, uh, mum and dad would pack the car. And then at around four in the morning, I would get woken up and, uh, and I'd, I'd, I'd be all excited. I would grab my pillow and my teddy and I'd get in the car. And, and I was full of excitement because I knew that by the end of that day, I'd be at Nana's place. And, you know, I, I think back on those uh, naive times and wonder what on earth was I thinking? There were so many things that I had no idea about. There were, there were so many potential disasters that could have befallen between the getting in the car in Warunga and arriving at Nana's place in Casino. I didn't know how to drive. I didn't know how to get to casino. I didn't know what to do if we if we had an accident. There were so many things that I did not understand and that I ought to have been anxious about. There is no way I ought to have got in that car, let alone be excited about doing it. But of course I got in that car. I got my, my pillow, I got my teddy and I got in my car because I didn't know anything but I knew what I had to do and I knew that my dad was going to take care of the rest. I don't know what this next seven days holds. I don't know if the lockdown is going to be extended. I don't know when we're going to be able to travel freely like we did before. I don't know what global disaster is going to befall us once this pandemic is over. But my dear brothers and sisters, don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.